0: Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Immanuel Iren, lead
1: pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you
0: for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow.
1: Please be seated. I want to share for a few minutes. Um... Jesus. I want to share for a few minutes and then um... so what I'm sharing I don't need to share because God has given us instructions as an organization that we are going to do. The reason I'm sharing it is because What God is doing with us corporately is going to do with us individually. And because for this kind of task, the more the merrier. Let me tell you something. I was reading like a business report years ago. And I discovered that if there is an eatery in a place and another eatery comes right beside that eatery, or opposite. And then another eatery comes, and then another eatery comes. If you have a microscopic perspective, you think, oh, they are taking from the small customers I have. But according to larger research, everybody wins. This was true years ago, I don't know about now, for some reason, but the logic then was this. If there are five eateries in this place, people can come from far, knowing that at least one of those eateries will have what I, I want. And so at the end of the day, there were more people traveling to that place, and everybody won. Are you getting what I'm saying? We have to have a perspective as a body where we see that other people doing what we are doing is reinforcing what we are doing, not weakening what we are doing. It's reinforcing what we are doing. The Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every truth shall be established. This works even in psychology. That someone else doing the same thing is strengthening your arguments. i'm telling you when you understand that you know we will start complimenting and stop competing so i just want to share something and um for some of you you will understand this better in five years time in ten years time Some of you, you need to start walking now, now, now. There is an anointing on some people to run. To run. But let me speak in generic terms, first and foremost, just by way of introduction. I will try to see if I can title this charge as time goes on. But you see, one major landmark That, that will identify you as someone who really understands the gospel will be this. You understand that the Old Testament is in the New Testament revealed. I know this sounds like, I would, I would try my best to break this down. And then the New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed in such a way that we don't actually have all the new testaments. Jesus said, "I am the way." He didn't say, "I am the new way." Meaning this way had always been. There had never been any other way by which men got to the Father. I have always been the way. And so Jesus never preached as if what he was presenting was new. One key that will help you understand this is this read what Jesus said about Moses and read what Jesus said about Abraham. I will read just two texts that will put that in perspective for you. What did Jesus say about Moses? Look at John chapter 5, verse 46, as fast as possible. John chapter 5, verse 46.
0: Everybody, look at the screen, read together as loud as you can. One, two, go. For if you believe Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote
1: about me. Now, listen, if you are not vast in the understanding of the scriptures, you'll be like, Moses wrote about Jesus? When? How? How? Where? When you're reading that one of the early disciples of Jesus ran to call someone else, And said, come and see the person of whom Moses speak in the law. You're like, where did Moses speak about Jesus? But well, he did. He said in Deuteronomy, he said, another prophet like unto me will God raise and you shall hear him. And there's a smuggish board of scriptures that prove that Jesus was indeed the person that Moses spoke about. Conversation for another day. But when you turn the pages, approximately three pages afterwards, in John chapter 8, from the 56th verse, Jesus also spoke about Abraham. And he said something very interesting, John chapter 8, verse 56. He says, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. So now, what is he establishing? Moses knew me. Abraham knew me. Kelosa, what do you mean? In fact, people challenged him about his statement about Abraham. They said, You're not even 50 years old. You're not that old. How could Abraham, who is dead and gone several centuries, how could he have known you? And Jesus said, Before Abraham was, I am. You know, apart from the revelation of the deity of Christ, that also reveals to you that God's plan in Christ had already been established and these saints of old knew about it. And so, I try to explain it this way. The saints of old were saved by believing in Jesus and what he will do. We are saved by believing in Jesus and what he has done. Jesus has always been the way to be saved. So they were saved by believing in Jesus and what he will do. They knew prophetically that a lamb was coming who would take away the sins of the world. And by knowing it and believing it, they were saved. We are saved by believing in Jesus and what he has done. So I'll read two more texts that will explain this to you. You know now, you're reading from a layman's standpoint, and you're reading Genesis chapter 12, and in Genesis chapter 12, it just simply says that God told Abraham, leave your kindred, go to a place that I will show you. I will bless you and... In you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And now, you think about it from a strictly entrepreneurial standpoint. That God was going to bless his business so much. In fact, from that standpoint, I don't know how you think all the families of the earth will be blessed through him. Have you received money from Abraham before? So in what way was that prophecy fulfilled? Was it literal? Was it financial? What is the blessing of Abraham? Have you received any money? Listen, did anyone read any will to you and say, well, this is your share of Abraham's inheritance? Abraham's blessings are yours. Blessed in the morning, blessed in the evening. Is that what happened? So now, Peter... Is giving a commentary about that scripture in Acts chapter 3. Look at Acts chapter 3, verse 25. Acts chapter 3, verse
0: 25. It says, You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenants which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, In
1: your seed. Now that's commentary. He's saying the same thing in a different way to clarify what was said before. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because Genesis 12 says, in all the families of the earth be blessed. He wants you to understand what he meant by in thee. So he's clarifying he meant in your seed. In your seed, all the families of the earth be blessed. So now, Peter is helping you understand he was talking about one person. Come on, are you getting what I'm saying? He's helping you see that he was talking about one of the descendants of Abraham. That promise was going to be fulfilled in one person in Abraham's lineage, in Abraham's biological lineage, in your seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Look at verse 26. Everybody read to you together, one
0: to go. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every
1: one of you from your iniquities. This is the blessing of Abraham, Jesus. It is through Jesus that all the families of the earth are blessed. So he says he raised Jesus up and sent him to bless us. And how did Jesus bless us? By turning us away from iniquities. Come on, say aloud, amen. amen. So it was in this way that Abraham heard the gospel. That was the gospel. In thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That was the gospel of Christ. Not an entrepreneurial plan, but the gospel of Christ. Look at Galatians chapter 3. Just so you remember, Acts chapter 3, Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3, from verse 8. Verse 8 says, The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. So now, this is also commentary. He's making you see that this was about justification by faith. He says, For the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand. I mean, just think about it. From a layman's standpoint, that
0: just tickles you in a very interesting way, like, wow! So that was the gospel. I mean, even the fact that it's put side by side or in the same sentence, the gospel to Abraham, I thought the gospel was a revelation revealed several
1: centuries after. No, it wasn't. The gospel was preached even to Adam. Even to Adam. So, how are you going to call the law old covenant when the gospel is older than it? The gospel is older. Before Sinai. People were saved by placing their trust in the Messiah and what he will do. It says, preach the gospel to Abraham saying, in you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. So that was the gospel. That was the gospel. So even though Abraham had like a pragmatic aspect of the fulfillment of that prophecy... God actually gave him a literal nation and he was blessed in a material sense. A lot of theologians like to pretend like that didn't happen or that had happened but not on the account of God's promise. But it did. But at the end of the day, the blessing of Abraham was something deeper and spiritual and of prophetic significance. Something fulfilled in Christ. Say aloud, Amen. If you believe, Amen. I, I said, Say aloud, Amen. If you believe, Amen. but now <laughs> it should still strike you how God chose to preach the gospel. That one of the first times the gospel was ever preached, God used pictures. Think about that. Of all the things that God in his omniscience could have used, he chose to use pictures. And so he took Abram out in the cool of the day and said, look at the stars. See if you can tell them, this is the number of children I will give you. By the way, he meant spiritual children, children of faith. Come on, are you with me? Not biological. Children of faith. And the Bible says Abraham looked. He looked at it and he believed God. And it was counted unto him for righteousness. So what I want to try to teach on is the role of the mind in building spiritual convictions. the role of the mind in building spiritual conviction. This is so powerful. The history of the church has a lot to do with pictures. The history of the church. God said, see... Picture this. See if you can tell the stars. That's the number of children. So now, he saw something that sparked up a genuine spiritual conviction by what he saw. Come on, I said by what he saw. He saw it. He pictured it. And he believed that when Abraham Believed God. And the Bible says it was counted on him for righteousness. It was a picture he saw. Before any movie was made. This was how the gospel was preached. The gospel was preached with pictures. I say it again. The gospel was preached with pictures. This is instructive. This is instructive. The devil used it too. Eve, did God say you cannot eat of any tree in the garden? No, Eve said, we can eat of any tree in the garden, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we cannot even touch it. For in the day that we touch it, we shall die. So she said. Oh, you shall surely not die. Ah, the power of a second opinion. Don't underestimate it. Let me tell you something. You need to know how faith works. You need to know how doubt works. When you know how doubt works, you will know that Jesus was not being too extra when he told Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Satan. If you don't act promptly, even if you walk away, even if you tell the person, I don't believe what you're saying, it is still registered. It can still be played, it can weaken your conviction. It will change your perspective. Just something to introduce doubt, and your conviction is getting weaker and you don't even see it. Oh, you shall surely not die because God knows. Imagine, now you, you're left wondering, What if there is something God is hiding? Just what if? And this is the part that broke my heart. From that moment, Eve saw the fruit different. She said, the Bible says she saw the fruit as one desires to make one wise. She began, just by looking at it, she felt, if I eat it, I'll be wise. That's where she fell. That's where the real falling happened. The moment her perspective of the fruit changed, now all of a sudden she felt she was missing something. If you don't know, that's the power of media. Her perspective had changed. How can you tell just by looking at the fruit that if I eat it, I'll be wise? <laughs> that's perspective, that's opinion leadership, that's branding. A fruit you have never tasted. If I eat it, you'll be... How can you tell by looking? But by the time someone sells it to you, she, she saw it different. All of a sudden, she felt she was missing something. Pictures. Jacob had served Laban for years. Laban had learned by experience that God blessed him because of Jacob. And he wasn't going to let him go. And yet, he wanted to pay cheap labor. He wasn't going to make Jacob a partner. He wasn't going to reward him or anything. And so Jacob has an idea. What I am about to say is a prophetic picture of how we can change the next generation. So now, my inheritance is small. We are greatly outnumbered. I'm asking, give me every sheep, every cattle that has spots on their body. And there are not many, oh, Laban, who is always jumping at every opportunity to outsmart someone, said, Yes, yes, good idea, no problem. And then Jacob just changes the image that those people watch. He just changes the image. So in the water trough, he puts, he, he, he peels the back of uh, plants and then makes sure they are speckled, you know, and as the animals are mating, that's what they are seeing. And we can talk another day about what must have happened. You know, was it um, walking of miracle or was it some deep genetical science? But well, well, we know historically that it happened. We can butt about that. But now, just the prophetic significance that as these animals were looking at that picture what they were producing looked like what they were seeing. Until the number of animals that had those spots began to increase and outnumber all the other animals.
0: This is how we can change a generation.
1: Just influence what they see.
0: This is how
1: we can multiply our numbers, influence what they see. Influence it, influence it. We have to understand that we're in the business of mind share. It says, Go therefore, make disciples of nations. Listen, if you have a church of one thousand members, that's nice, but that's not discipling nations. Your discipling nation when you prevail over their ideology. When the Bible says in Acts 19, 20, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Listen, meaning the ideology of the gospel must prevail over what was in existence prior. That's what we've been asked to do. Not to just have our own on the side. We're not in the game of your truth, my truth. This is discipleship. And one prophetic way we can get this done is through pictures. Please, are you listening to me? Oh, the. (laughs) Listen, if you're not taking this seriously, the people of the world are... The people of the world are... Somehow... We always find a way to be extreme. I don't know why the church is like this. So there are some people who always scream kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. They see prayer as a waste of time. They see proper teaching of the gospel as a waste of time. In fact, left to them, what we should be doing in church is just discussing business and things that can improve society. To the extent that there was a video of a man of God preaching, saying, if someone should get healed and stand up from a wheelchair, how does that add to society? You know, we have become so canal, unrepentantly so. But then there is another extreme that just wants to theologize all day. Let me tell you something. There is no way around it. I'm political, unapologetically so. So I'm I'm about to make a political statement. When one of the greatest parties in this country chooses a Muslim Muslim ticket in your face, it says something. Because these other people are so united. If they say, we are not voting you, they they believe in pastoral authority. We are the ones looking for the slightest thing to call out our pastors about. They can stand as one political force.
0: <laughs>
1: in such a way that A powerful politician thinks, ah, if I don't cave in, that's all. This is literally millions of votes. I'm sorry to say respectfully. On the other hand, pastors are saying, hey, I know we have people in different parties, vote your conscience. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does vote your conscience mean? If we can't come together and debate and come up with one strong reason prayerfully to follow one candidate, they won't respect us. And you may cry, cry. Do you understand what I'm saying? And such a thing will keep happening. Praise the Lord. We need to start thinking. See, I'm trying to reprogram you. I'm trying to reprogram you. Because there are mental models. Let me tell you something. Ha! I didn't plan to say this. I've pastored for 10 years. I've served. You know, like Paul said, God is my witness. In another place, he says, my conscience bearing me witness. I've served faithfully. If after 10 years, there's a video that shows up of someone opening the door for me, and you join people to have an issue with that, we have a long way to go. You know, our generation has advocacy without direction. We just know how to fight what is wrong, but we don't know how to organize for what is right. (laughs) We don't know how to organize for what is right. We just know, ah, we know how to fight. Okay, produce one leader and get all the youths to believe in that person. Problem. And then some of the youths that have the influence, just trying to stay liked by everybody, don't want to take the button and command leadership. And so we are good at talking. We have no political influence. The only people that we have no problem following, whisked, David If if we even see bodyguards carrying them on their neck, we have no problem with it. Days ago, there was one of them, one of his aides, bowed down, his head was, you know, and was playing a worship song. There was no outcry about that. Let me tell you something, except if your leader has shown you reason. ...to Believe that he's not deserving of respect, it's not as if I'm carrying it on my shoulder. That day, what pained me is I asked him at least five times, Let me carry my bag on my own. But and then it's ridiculous, he just wants to help. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I, I was tired of saying, Let me carry it on my own. Then we'll be again. No, now some of your definition of your definition of humility is for you to see me struggling in the back. No, let me carry it. No, let me carry it. no now you know, and I say, Ah, it's so humble. There are some small-minded people who have always been beefing this church before and who have been looking for what to say. Now, started theologizing. Gospel way, you know, they preach before. You want to preach it now on this matter. <laughs> Do you know the kind of honor people give me that I don't publicize? Duh. Duh. <laughs> if I want you to cry... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do you know places I've been to that I didn't publicize? Hallelujah. Pay attention to this. When you see light from a light source, like I just said, you can see the light. But the real purpose of that light is not so that we can see it, but so that we can see through it. Not so that we can gaze at it, but by it, we can see everything else. That's the real purpose of light. Not for us to gaze and say, ah, the Greek word of this is this, Mm, oh deep, <laughs> and that's good. Listen, truth is, a, is is an end in itself, but it must find a way to influence our worldview. Light is not to be gazed at; we are supposed to gaze through light or in light, not at light. And just stay in, you know, our small buildings with stained glasses and feel like we know better than everyone else. We are supposed to go out. Like someone rightly said, he says, Let your light so shine that men will see. Did he say men will see your light? Uh-uh. What men see is the product of the light. What men see is your good works. Yes, your good works and glorify the Father. Because listen, God, when God said, be fruitful, multiply, the earth, have the dominion, he was speaking to a spiritual man. But now, that man fell. But the dominion mandate was still in force. But the dominion mandate was not meant to be propagated by a canal man. So now, man began to propagate that dominion mandate without the spirit. And so, you don't need to know the gospel to demonstrate dominion. Someone has a vehicle that can take him to the atmosphere. You know, so, you know, so the technology now can go from maybe New York to another country in, say, five minutes. That's what they're trying to toy with. They're building spaceships that can take them to Mars. You see, I'm talking about... You see, in the church, we are praying, God, give us a job. Eh? I'm I'm opening your mind to how people are thinking. So now, when (laughs) just imagine... If you create a vehicle that can take you to Mars to build a civilization, what will you be? A president, a governor, what will you be on that planet? Someone said, because of the ozone depletion and air pollution we want to start manufacturing things en masse. We'll manufacture it, then ship all the vehicles and everything to the that kind of mind. And the thing is, God blessed all men to be able to think like that. So now, the problem is the church caught the spirit but left the dominion. <laughs> Dominion without the spirit is dangerous. The spirit without dominion is mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) We need to find a way to do both. Some of you will be so bored because all you've learned is Kairos, Kairos, Kronos. Then it will surprise you that heaven is not our final destination. After we get to heaven, there will be a new earth. We will all come down. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it will shock you that we won't just pray all, all day. <laughs> Are you aware that we'll still have jobs? You, you don't know. <laughs> you, see, you think we'll only have church services? <laughs> that new earth will need to be maintained. We'll still have jobs. So, and that was God's initial plan. Not just people praying all day, but spiritual men with a proper earthly experience. Spiritual men with earthly dominion. So learn to be a spiritual man with a job. Some of you can pray, but you can't just carry out a simple job in the office. That's a problem. And until we learn these other aspects, we will be small. Our influence will be small. Come on, are you with me? So now, this is what God has asked us to do. And the same way He has helped us with such prophetic grace, He will help us in these two. All right? I've taught you to, to begin to think politically. We have numbers. We can drive engagement. We can drive narratives. Two weeks ago, we wanted to explore something just on purpose. Let us just train all day for no reason. I didn't preach that day, but Emmanuel said, Pastor Ian said, tonight is good. It's a good test. Jonas, I listen. God is my witness. I don't care about this stuff, but it needs to be done. And if you say celebration church said it won't fly. If after 10 years you have to trust me. (laughs) If you want us to put your name, let's put your name. I don't care. Let it shall be one name. All right? Think about it. Some people don't need this much motivation to get the hashtag of a, an ex-Big Brother housemate trending. Why is it that church people can be so cooperative? Me, I've actually blessed you. <laughs> I've actually blessed you. We are, going to, we are going to need the numbers. So, as we pray and as God continues to multiply us. Okay, is that trending right now? Oh, really? Uh, I didn't even know. That's what's up, yes. We're testing. This is not really what we're after. Don't worry, bitch. The, the time is coming. It will be known. All 100,000 of us. Amen? Say amen. <laughs> Just a few years from now, we will vote one person. So, uh-huh. So you will listen to us. When you are ready, we'll put a chair for you. Not, so what do you want to do for us? Tell us. <laughs> uh-huh. you, we'll ask you questions. The time is coming. If you are not ready, we'll just pick one of us. Uh-huh. You are, we've seen your track record in this, this, this. Come and represent us. And uh, money won't be a problem. Oh God I hope you heard what I said So prepare your mind This is very important and this is very prophetic So listen As you pray Begin to Trust God For strategic positions I don't just want to raise people who know how to lead a prayer or who know how to preach a sermon. You must find one position of influence for the gospel. You must. Start thinking. And you you have to start thinking big. Start thinking big. Don't do it small. Don't do it small. I've told you before, if you are doing it for souls, someone doing it just for money must not do it bigger than you. Your approach must show your motivation. Ah! Your approach. Your approach. You you are singing to win souls. Then someone singing for crews puts more, more effort than you. No. Go and pray. Download the sound. Something from another realm. And if it is from another realm, we will know because it will be timeless. Because there is no time there. It must be timeless. Let people hear it and say, ah, what is this? Let people come from afar to hear the wisdom of Solomon. If you are a child of God and they are still begging you to work hard, to study, let God count on you now. Let the pagan king say, ah, in this kingdom, I have not seen anybody else that can do it like you. That on you, now, is on you dwells the spirit of the holy gods. By your excellence, I found the other gods corrupt. They are but an imitation. This is the real thing. So, as we are striving for corporate excellence, it's supposed to challenge you as an individual. I will do it big. I will do it big. And let me tell you one simple secret if you do it big, it is easier to sell. What you don't invest in excellence, you will invest in marketing. <laughs> you, know, you, will, you will talk too much to sell it. Invest it in the product, so the product will shout on its own. If you don't invest in excellence, you invest in marketing. You, will, you have to explain You will explain. You may even lie. <laughs> you they say toothpaste, you they say regain your confidence. How? <laughs> you, see, you say toothpaste, saving marriages. How? <laughs> well, let's not lie. It just might, oh, but... <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? See, so now, oh my God. Let me look back into this note. And then when, when we're teaching on this, don't think about it in terms of excellence alone. By releasing one excellent product, you can't achieve kingdom agenda. Excellence is not enough. You need volume. you need to do it excellently and repeatedly. So if we start releasing 10 blockbuster great movies annually, and then we're starting a conversation. Because these days, the church finally wants to do something. Then they will just produce one thing. That maybe <laughs> you can make an argument whether excellent or not, but you just say, I ah, they tried. Once in three years. So mightily grill the word of God and prevailed. Is that prevailing influence you want? You want to take a mountain. You want to instill an ideology. Do you know how these guys think? Someone sits on the drawing board. I'm not, I'm not even sharing this to even start talking about our convictions on this. <laughs> our conviction is clear in the word of God. But just the fact that they could think in that way and say, you know what? Through movies, we are going to bring the common man to a point where if they see a man and man together forming a couple... It won't, be, it won't be a strange thing anymore. We will re-engineer the mindset of the common man through movies. And I assure you, it wasn't going to take one movie. It wasn't going to take ten. It wasn't going to take hundred. And they had the intelligence and the financial commitment to invest in it so much. Invest in it. Praise the Lord. So, you have to start learning, you know, how these influence things work. How it works. We need the volume. We need the excellence. And then, I'm sorry to say, we have to get tired of only doing church for the sake of your children. Please, are you listening to me? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, mean, I think my wife and I have discovered you can be the best parents in the world. And, you know, just one day, <laughs> my wife came, uh, sorry, my daughter came from the house. I was like, yeah, from school. And say, let me see you. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, my wife called her teacher that, sorry, oh, my daughter is singing songs she didn't learn from the house. How? She said, eh, you know, we just played some songs in school and stepped out. (laughs) The way things are going, we have only two options. It's either we are back to the days of Noah. (laughs) I'm telling you, it will only be you and your family. Because now, the average person is so daft that, I'm sorry to say, that, when you bring common sense, you look like you are too deep. What is it, sir? I went to drop my daughter in school. So one of our male teachers said, okay, bye-bye, dear. Eh, eh, eh. I said, Come, come, sir. I said. I said, you blew my daughter a kiss. He said, that's how I greet all of them. I said, no. Don't greet my daughter like that again. Don't greet. (laughs) So my wife also called. You know that's the thing. It would be as if our own is too much. Why? Why they blow my? I'm trying not to be annoyed. (laughs) You know, my wife called the teacher. He said, "Hey, he's friendly." Ah.
0: God.
1: <laughs> do, you want, do you want to school your children? Do you have time? Do you not have the time? Influence the, the structure. Influence it. Go in there. Go in there. We should stop hiding. Do you understand? We have the numbers. We are just quiet. Go in there. Hallelujah carry your agenda on your chest. Carry it. Yes, I I plan to. Yes. (laughs) Hallelujah. Carry it on your chest. And then, you need to start reprogramming your mind. You know what I noticed? The average Christian does not mind giving Worship seed. But if we have a course, let's give to this course. Listen, we have 6,000 members. We can decide to take one mountain. One mountain. And we will. We will. Please take it seriously. Put on your thinking caps. Let's produce something great. Let's produce something grand. I personally, I don't favor the idea of, <laughs> are you ready for this? Just build one big building, put stained glass. We'll use it once a week. And sing a few worship songs. Then one hour sermon and go. Go. We're still going to have meetings to talk about this. But just imagine that we had multi-purpose buildings that can have, you know, like, like an impact in the community that draws people in. Do you understand what I'm saying? They can't contaminate our space. Okay? Now we go influence them. Yeah. <laughs> the ark is not, is not afraid. Bring Dagon. Bring that gun. <laughs> Your head to go touch floor. No, no, more. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, uh-huh. So, we, we will stop running away from the dark. We'll stop running away from the dark. Let's stop giving our money to people who, who are strategizing to wipe us out. Yeah. So, let's plan. How do you have fun? How do you have fun? Let's create our own centers. That's what I'm thinking. We have the numbers, we have the influence, we have the money. God don't bless us. Don't be... (laughs) You know, so that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. So that in another 10 years, at least just look at what we've done with church in 10 years. Now, when you think of church in our generation, ah, you can't tell you, eh? Hey? Yes. Hello? Hi. You know, <laughs> you know and, and just, easy. And so now that's an autopilot. By the grace of God, it will continue to grow and expand. Now we even have a problem. The, pro- the good problem we are having is a sign that God wants us to do something else. <laughs> because now I'm just thinking, Next year's reboot camp, where are we going to use? Stadium, right? That's good. Then, upper year. We're still talking about this year, right? You know, so uh, because the trend is anywhere we use for reboot camp, we start using for church service. Have you noticed? So, <laughs> if we do stadium, You know? <laughs> so, I, I, listen, I want you to be, I want every member of this church to be able to answer the question, what am I doing for God? Like, what am I doing, both spiritually and pragmatically, to advance the kingdom of God in my day? You must be able to answer that. Amen, somebody. Amen. <laughs> what I just shared with you is as important as anything else, mm-hmm. very important pictures. So if you have anything, you know, you, 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 you have any ideas, technical know-how, let's aggregate gifts and talents and do this thing well. If, you're, if, you're not, if you want to do if <laughs> if you want me to be involved, we'll do it well. Oh. <laughs> All right? So we'll do it well. Amen, somebody. And in 10 years, oh, Jesus. And that's the thing. I'm going to round off with this. You see, in the Bible, there are things to look out for and signs that a civilization must fall. Whenever a civilization begins to do some things, that civilization must fall. So when God was going to give the promised land to the Jews... He told them, he said, don't make the same mistake that these people made. They did this, this, this. He said, it is for this reason I'm taking the land from them to give to you. All the things they were doing, people are doing today. You know, we joke about, ah, uh, you know, oh my God. Say, ah, uh, um, they said, lucky ladies and dogs. Anyway, and it's those stereotypes that need to change because now they've generalized as if it's the majority, and it's not. But that's that you, you can laugh about it and make memes about it. It's a very deep spiritual contamination. Please, are you listening to me? Very deep. People have lost land for things like that. That God just says, and because we are all renting, the earth is the Lord's. You get the way you go to God, say, Oh yeah, all of you go, 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 go. go. <laughs> <laughs> All of you go. Sacrificing children to Molech, put that paripasu some abortion laws in some countries. I'm not gonna say more than that. Listen. Many good people have made mistakes. But when something is passed into law, something like that, it's suspect now. Some of you are even looking at me that. Hallelujah. And that's the same mindset we must have. What are the things for which God drove the Canaanites out? What are the things for which God drove the Amorites out? By the way, that word Amorites, you know, some of your two favorite celebrity musicians snapped beside a picture and they wrote boldly on it Amorites, That the Amorites. You know, <laughs> oh my God. You know, we have a, a, a generation that is poor on discernment. Because you think a herbalist must wear red and put white chalk. Anybody that needs cloth is drama. The real witches don't need theatrics. They are fine, you know. They They look like models. Be very discerning because even the devil can present himself as an angel of light. If you watch Nollywood, you won't understand Satan at all. You won't. I assure you. You won't. Because in most places in the Bible, Satan was the, trying to be the good guy, giving good advice. Ah, you're hungry now. You've been fasting. Are you not the son of God? Don't stone to bread. He didn't come with a dagger trying, now I will kill you. No. Do so you understand? So you need to descend properly. You read your Bible and stop watching silly films. Hallelujah. This might not be for everybody, but it's a a very important sermon. We're going to do it big, and we're going to do it with volumes. Hallelujah. So when we pray, we will wear our lab coats, and then we will get to work. When we are done, or when we have at least set the ball rolling with movies, we will now go to tech. able to tell. We must be able to control content. We must be able to say, I don't want to watch this and this and this. And either through advocacy or replacements, do you know what it means that someone records himself or herself having sex and puts it on social media. Your younger ones are on social media. It's trends. It doesn't worry you. It doesn't worry you. It doesn't worry you. We must put laws in place to protect our children. Let me, I'm telling you, any nation that doesn't treat sex as sacred that nation will fall please are you listening to me any social media platform that can allow some things to fly ah, we must force them to put restrictions, force them Instagram won't allow it Facebook will, won't allow it. Why, why you? I didn't ma- Did I mention anything? Twitter, <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm just like, we must, we must. It's our country. It's our children. Come on, are you with me? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. It's our children. How long will you keep phones for? How long Thank you Jesus Come on thank you Jesus Aha uh-huh. Yes So Josephs are rising And Daniels are rising yes, <laughs> Zerubbabels rising With finesse Young Fresh. Chineke June. Yeah, that's how we roll. Na Please rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. And then we, listen, we have interest groups, okay? I think we'll put the link up. Let's know what you do. Let's know what you are good at somehow, there's a way we just come and we pray and the only identity we have is, ah, you don't know that girl. She can't pray. <laughs> you know, I've known him for many years. I just discovered yesterday that he's very good at creating apps. Kelichi. I just discovered he's very good at creating apps. And I'm just like, ah. I want to give you work now. You know, so we must find a way make sure, if you're good at something, let me know. Let's start there. Just let me know. Let me know what you're good at. Some of us don't even know how to sell ourselves. Unless support ourselves. Nine out of ten times I wear the product of our church members, including Ooh. now. Top to bottom. Butter royal shoes clothes by splendor. You know, and then this wristbands by a church member. What's her name again? The dates, right? I think this is by dates. You know, so uh, that's that's how we roll. Top to, I represent, you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so let's, 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 let's celebrate our own. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. It's, 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 apart from preaching, we must go for influence with our resources. And it's, a, it's economics of scale, numbers game. Numbers game. Hallelujah. Pray in the spirit for just a few minutes. If you have a dream or a vision, this is a good time to pray. If you have a dream or a vision, this is a good time to pray.
0: I'm giving you a few more minutes. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. spirit.
1: Pray in the Spirit. 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 spirit.
0: Pray in the spirits. Sapataria. Crendon Rasapatan de Lekapandes. Kepenendo Ribaleco grosse pete. And song Rasatage. Lembe Kori. Kepen the Embele tongresete. Sete kepaca tongres. Bru sapale. Rand kepete kebe. Enchete pelecombo. En pelegom Brasute. Embre cochete. sapala. Ratongri se Asete esopo. Prondo rebellete kiba. En shete capara. Rason de Retonge. Zete kebe. Belletongre. Rasote rebeletoa. Envelletoze pila kongreso tege ke shete repala ronde leptege zonde repelitonges asonde barose peteke paka ronde repakose enshete ke pe endongrasute veretongreset ensuze zute ke pelete rasoa Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to me. The word of the Lord to Esther was this. God gave you this influence for such a time as this. So at every strategic time in God's calendar, there will be people he has positioned and given influence such a time as this. Father, in the name of Jesus, the influence that you have already given and the influence that you are looking to give, I position myself to be a blessing to your cause. Begin to pray that prayer prophetically. Pray that prayer prophetically. Pray like you believe that
0: indeed God can lift a man. God can give
1: Joseph a dream and fulfill it in prophetic fashion.
0: Etonge Palendo Caracose <laughs> Zutelemen de Le Raton, re sapate, soteke pelende, mbeca pata, ronske ectus, keptectus, kept actus, ratong re sapata, ratto, mbele teke pelon de lecocras, grasso, kembele, acheterembeco crasco fetive, veendos, enskus, Gepeletongres tongre s Baatongre, ratongres uzuzi ba tongre ratongre kiba kaka lechete esoteke belende rokura aruseke peliga gesoteke pele barato ke pelia sote ne mandele poshe bratongre londe repele tokapala takapaya Embeleto mbele to tove. Sunama Tala batoya paya Kimanoriba Sepahaya let saviors arise take your place Kimanendo Le There is a sound in the palace calling you <laughs> Let saviors arise, and take your place. The anointing is on you. On you David, saviors arise. Take your place. Uh, You may be in the wilderness with few ship but saviors arise take your place 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 let mantles fall take your place take your place take your place Let buttons come, take your place, take your place, take your place. Samuel is at your house looking for you. Take your place, take your place. He anoints your head with oil, your cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy follow you. All the days of your life, you are the house of the Lord to feel that the Lord has blessed in the name of Jesus. Begin to prosper, begin to do big things, begin to do valiantly, begin to do valiantly. The strength of Jesus is on you. Outrun chariots. Mount up with wings. Exceed your normal capacity by supernatural advantage. Walk and don't faint. Run and don't be weary. Right now, where you are, begin to see visions. Begin to see visions. Begin to see visions. Hey, he has made you a different type of prophets. A prophet who is a politician and who will keep the testimony of the Lord. And in three administrations, no fault can be found against him but for the law of his God. Take your place. Kapalatea. He anoints your head with oil and your cup runs over. Take your place. Take your place.
1: Take your place. Take your place. Take your place. Take your place. Take your place.
0: Take your place. Take your place. Take your place. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed.